Dan and Rachel, uh, they, they do a lot of ministry together as a married couple. So we have them both up here. Uh, but it's Stanley who's coming on staff. But isn't it awesome that they are, they are two very awesome people and we're just stoked that they're, uh, they're both here. So, all right. So you guys moved up into this area. They moved up into the Hibiscus Coast in 2006. And God has given you guys such a love for this place. It's a very cool thing. So we know too that you've had a, a roller coaster journey in your in your lives and in your church leadership um, journey and there have been some big ups and some big downs, but you've traveled well through these, so they have made you better followers of Jesus and leaders of his people. Yeah. It is obvious to us, this church and the vineyard movement, that you have leadership and pastoral gifts. We recognize God's hand and calling on your lives to be spiritual leaders. The calling of a pastor is not the result of a title. Rather, the title is a result of his calling. We are grateful that he has led you and us to have you take up this role of associate pastor at Coast Vineyard Church. This is a role where you'll assist in leading and shepherding this particular part of his church. This is where it gets even more like, serious. I'm going to say some things. I'm going to invite you to something. And if you, if you are up for it, you can say, I will. So <laughs> He knows what's going on. Stanley, I want to ask you in the presence of God and of this church, will you fulfill the ministry of a pastor at Coast Vineyard Church? Do you commit and submit yourself to Jesus, the chief shepherd, to shepherd his people as he leads and as scripture guides? Will you give yourself to worship and prayer, building a relationship with God and praying for those in this church and community? Will you set an example for those following Jesus and those you meet in speech and conduct in love and faith and in purity? Will you commit to teach the word of God and share the good news of the kingdom of God and give yourself to Jesus' ministry of healing and delivering his people? And will you prioritize your ministry according to the priorities of the vineyard, worship, the word of God, fellowship, ministry, training, and sending? All right, so you guys have got something to do as well, okay? This is, yeah, you will. So there's a scripture in Hebrews that says this. It tells us to have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority. They keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no advantage to you. So Coast Vineyard... I'm going to ask you to stand shortly. And in recognition of the fact that you agree with the appointment of Stanley as an associate pastor in our church. And some of you may not have had the time to yet get to know Stanley, but I would ask that you receive him on the basis of our church's leadership's carefully considered and prayerfully considered decision. So why don't you all stand? Coast Vineyard Church. Will we receive Stanley as our associate pastor? We will. Yeah. 
Thank you. Please be seated. And I've got two scriptures that I just want you to, um, to have and to hopefully they will land in your hearts. And 1 Peter 5, verse 2, Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not greedy for money, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. And 2 Timothy 1, fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. All right. All right. What we're going to do now is have a time where uh, initially invite the pastoral leadership team to come up, which I didn't warn them about, but it would be great to have you come up. We're just going to, uh, we're going to pray. Um, I'd love you guys to pray, and then we'll have anyone that knows these guys that would love to come up and, uh, and come around them and, and pray for them with the expectation that there may be some prophetic input, some encouragement in that way. But I will start and, and pray. But what, and the, if the pastoral leadership team could, uh, could come on up. So God, we thank you for this couple. We thank you for Stanley and Rachel. We thank you for the gift they are to the world. And we thank you especially for the gift they are to Coast Vineyard Church. We are so grateful that you have brought us together and that you have called them to this place to, to shepherd and to love and to lead and to serve us in this season. God, we pray, God, a, a fresh release of the power of your Holy Spirit that would anoint them and equip them and enable them to do this role and to do it with wisdom, with, uh, with power, with love, with gentleness, with, uh, with the goodness of the kingdom of God pouring in them and through them, God. Empower them now in Jesus' name. Amen. Our assistant pastor, he was up leading worship uh, this morning, and he got married to a lovely lady uh, last year, my daughter, <laughs> Rebecca, who is also our, our youth pastor, and they, uh, today's their last day at Coast. So, <laughs> they're heading off on some overseas adventures, which we're very excited about. Uh, on their behalf, but they just wanted to come and, uh, and share a few things. So give them a, a, um, a, a thing. Oh, don't. Are we, do we get up? I don't need both boxes. Maybe by the end of it. Um, most of you guys know that I cry a lot, so I'm going to maybe read a little bit, so hopefully I don't cry so much. That'll be like later. <laughs> um, anyway... So hi, I'm Rebecca. Um, if I haven't met you yet, today's your last chance before we go away. <laughs> um, oh, hold on. My phone's just turned off. Um, so what a journey it's been. Um, I have been at Coast Vineyard for the entire time it's been going, so like six and a bit years since it was at my parents' house in their lounge where I kind of was just 
you know, chucked into going. Um, I, it wasn't really a given that I was going to be here. I was adamant I was going to stay at the church we were going to because I could drive then. And I was like, yep, I'm going to stay there. But I am so thankful that I decided to, to stick around and stick it out um, with you guys. It's been incredible. It feels like a second home to me. Um, or at least the hub does anyway. I'm there quite a lot. <laughs> um, I've built some incredible friendships with so many of you guys in this room and others who aren't here, um, but I also got to know Kidan at Coast, so I'm really stoked about that, because, yeah, <laughs> so thanks for coming along, um, <laughs> very happy about that, and also Coast has been a place where um, it's seriously helped, this church has helped facilitate my own personal growth um, in my relationship with God, and that has been incredible. Um, I feel like I've grown a lot in the past bunch of years being here. Um, I've also been super for- fortunate to have been the youth pastor for the past two and a half years, um, hanging out with our intermediate and high schoolers. That has been an absolute blast. Um, I did a big spiel on Thursday night at youth group um, with all of my my youth crew, um, and I did a, did a bit of a cry there as well, so thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to say again, I love you guys so much, um, and you guys have taught me heaps over the past couple of years, and, um, and it's been an absolute joy leading you guys. Um, so thank you for leading me, and um, I'm so, so excited to see where God leads you all going forward, so keep me updated, like on Instagram and stuff. Um, that would be really great. <laughs> Um, but also for my Coast family, um, and especially the parents of the kids that I've been leading, thank you guys so much for how supportive you've been um, for me in this role, uh, and also how gracious you've been. I know that I've gotten tense back to you guys quite late after Easter camp sometimes, um, but <laughs> thank you for for your grace with me. Um, I really appreciate that. Um, I don't think I would have felt as confident in the role um, if I didn't know that you guys um, had my back. So thank you all. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Um, And yeah, Coast, um, you guys are my family. Here it is. (laughs) I've only got like a tiny bit left to say. Um, You lot... are an incredible representation of Jesus' inclusiveness, um, his hospitality and warmth. Sorry. And I'm so honoured to have been a part of this um, for the past six years. You guys are really incredible. Um, And I'm going to miss you guys. And I'm really, really excited to see where God leads this church going forward. I'm so excited to see to come back whenever we do and to see the new faces and um, just to hear the incredible stories um, that God has um, provided with all of you guys. I'm just, you guys are going to do awesome. <laughs> so, all right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that takes the pressure off now, because if I cry, it's, it's all good. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say uh, thank you for all the amazing 
memories that have come along with being part of this community for the last five and a half years for me. Um, I, I truly believe that God's doing something really special here. And um, to see the journey we've had so far, it's been a wild ride and I've, it's been so filled with joy. And um, so I wanted to say thank you for that. And thank you for all the support and love that you've shown to me and to us um, in so many different ways. Thanks for the words of encouragement. Thanks for the honest conversations, the, the prayer and the God stories. All of them have been so meaningful um, to us. And, you know, lately I've been thinking about how um, when we internally respond to the things that life throws at us, um, it's, it's often quite multifaceted. You know, it's, um, you can hold on to different feelings at the same time about something, and that's totally okay. That's totally human. And, and so for us, in our situation now, we're feeling a deep sadness about saying goodbye to our Coast family. And um, we're also feeling a deep excitement for what's ahead in the UK. And, and the fact that those things coexist doesn't diminish either one of them, um, that we can actually hold on to both of those at the same time. And, and many of you, I know, have said to us um, in lots of different ways that you're going to miss us um, and that, you know, it won't be the same or whatever. <laughs> I know that um, some of you have been praying against our visas getting accepted, um, <laughs> and especially Mitch. I don't know where Mitch is. Oh, there he is at the back. Um, Actually, when he was praying against our visas getting accepted, um, we actually found out that Bex could get a UK passport, which got accepted, which was way better. So that really backfired. Um, we can go for way longer now. Um, but no, seriously, um, I know a lot of you have, have sent um, messages and said things to us which have really warmed our hearts. And I just wanted to say that um, I know that there will be some kind of sense of of change or of, of loss, but you can also hold on to the excitement for what's ahead um, and be so excited for the new additions to the staff team, to um, the, the, the change like this new venue and what's going to happen, um, the new things. And those things don't diminish one another. You know, that you can say goodbye and, and be sad about it, but also be really pumped for what's ahead. And so um, for Stanley and Rachel, I'm just so excited that it's you guys and that you said yes. And um, these, they're, they're such genuine, loving people. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled to see you guys step into that role and really excited for what you're going to do um, in this family. And, and personally, I'm really involved with the worship team. And I'm stoked that Thomas and Caitlin Weston, who are back there, I think, with Dusty, have said yes to overseeing our worship team. That is, it's really, really cool. Yeah, give it up. So, um, you're in good hands. And um, so, we're going to keep praying and um, supporting you from over there. Um, and I just wanted to say um, to you all, just to just an encouragement to keep being the, the church that we love, um, that, that I know that God loves because he's, he's been the one making this whole thing happen. And some of the things that we really cherish about this community is that we're, we're welcoming to people who are new and come along. You know, we go out of the, our way to make sure people feel welcome here. Um, we're real and genuine and we don't put on a show here at the front. And we, uh, we seek God on behalf of this family and, and our community. We love all those things, so, so keep being them. And um, I just wanted to um, read a scripture from he Hebrews as well, actually. We heard from Hebrews before. Um, 
but this is from Hebrews 10, 23 to 25. It says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So I just wanted to, to speak that over you, to keep, to keep doing that, um, because I've loved seeing God at work, and I know there's more in store. Um, so God bless you, and um, come visit us and crash on our floor. <laughs> Kieran's parents, Dubs and Sandy, here this morning. They're just sitting over there. Give everyone a wave. Yeah. We love those guys. Good that you're here today. A special day. Um, I asked these guys how long they'd need to, to speak, and they said, oh, probably two minutes each. So that's about that, eh? Hey, just um, before I get started into my hour-long message, what is the time? It's okay, I'm not going to speak for an hour. Uh, but you might have noticed when you arrive, there's a bunch of apples out in the foyer. We do this thing once a month where we do like an outreach thing, and it's just really low-key and fun. And the plan was this month we were going to go and give away apples, and we give people a little card, and we're just going to we're going to be hanging out down over here. It's just this little you know, like a free apple just for you. We hope this brightens your day. There are no strings attached; just a small way of showing God's love. Give us a call if a need arises. We just kind of do that from time to time. It's real low key, and people go, "Oh, that's cool." You know, what, what, are you sure there's no strings attached? No, no strings attached. And uh, but yesterday was so stormy, we just thought like no one's going to be out and about. So, um, but the apples we still had. So, help yourself. Um, for yourselves, because uh, we know that you've all got bags in your cars now because you don't do plastic bags. So you just go out to your car, grab your shopping bag, fill it up if you've got some neighbours you'd like, and you could take a bunch of these cards if you'd like to. You know, if you're feeling like you'd like to, I could pop over to my neighbours and give them some apples. Try each, there's three different types, try each one because, like, you know, these ones are good, this one's good, that one's nah. But just, um, we don't want any apples here at the end of the day, okay? So. Help yourselves. And if you'd like to take some cards and give some away, that would be awesome as well. All right. What I want to talk about very briefly this morning is leadership. And if you're here for the first time this morning, we're so glad that you're here. This is a, uh, it's kind of a lot of family time stuff, which is, but we're glad that you're here. It's a significant day for Coast Vineyard, uh, farewelling people as well as uh, welcoming new people who are stepping up um, into, we're farewelling people who have poured their life into this church, and we're welcoming people who are saying yes to doing that as well. 
And uh, it's just been incredible for me watching Kieran grow as a leader. Uh, he's the last five years he's been at Coast Vineyard, uh, and as we've said, my daughter was so impressed that she thought, like, I better marry that guy. <laughs> and uh, and both of them have stepped up into this leadership uh, journey and are really enjoying the adventure. They, it's uh, very cool. And as as any of us step up into leadership, and for them as well, they. Uh, they grow, you have some successes, make mistakes, you grow some more, but they have discovered this deep joy that can only come from sowing in to other people and to making a difference in people's lives. It's a very, very cool thing, and, and people often think like, oh, but I couldn't do that, I'm not really a leader. Some of you may have heard of a guy called John Maxwell. He's a wonderful Christian man, but uh, he writes and, and lectures on leadership all around the world. And he was a pastor for a while, and uh, now he just teaches people about leadership. But it's rooted in the, in the heart of, of God, the things that he teaches. And he just says one thing. He says, all leadership is, is influence. Leadership is influence. Parents, you're leaders. You're influencing your kids. I'm sure that's going... Good. I'm sure you're doing a good job there, but we influence our kids. Um, you know, I know with my kids, I was always telling them, I'm like, oh, you'd be really good at that. It's like, oh, you should try that. I think that you'd, you'd be able to do that. I'm trying to influence them to, to have a confidence that they can do new things, they can try things, that they can have confidence in stepping into life. And I also want to influence them too, that uh, with just a deep confidence that God is good, He's for them. That as you walk with him, he's with you and for you. Things won't always go well. Things won't always be easy. But he's with you and he's for you. And he is good. So there's lots of opportunities to lead. Those people that um, people often think like, oh, like I could never like lead, a, lead a life group. Here's, here's, what, here's what leading a life group looks like. You open the door, the front door. You put the jug on. And you play something on the DVD player, maybe, and, um, and hang out with people. I mean, you can do more than that, but that's what a lot of life groups are. And, I'm thinking, and it's like just doing that and hanging out with people, inviting them into your home, you influence people. So leadership is influence. And, and if you want to lead in this church, and there's little ways of leading and there's bigger ways of leading. Just be the, the key is really what we're, we would love people to step into that. It's just that they have a heart to serve. They just have a heart to serve. Often you think of leadership, oh, that's for the people that, you know, just, they just want to be a, be a big fish or a big dog. And, uh, and it's, but it, no, it's just, it's just I've got some... I've got some abilities, I've got some time, I've got some, some, some energy. Um, and I'd, I'd be happy just to serve using those things. My time, my energy, my, my skills, my experience. So that's what we'd... And there's, there's a lot of that the Bible talks about, about leadership, and uh, especially as you step more into perhaps like pastoral roles or, or planting a church, but we're gonna we'll look at that another time because we're we're just a few things that I wanted to just throw out there this morning in the time that we've got left. 
But let me tell you this again, and some of you are thinking like, oh, what's happening? All right. I'm surprised that he let me do that. Normally he'd just go like, this will be fun watching the whole (laughs) music stand topple off. I actually saw his music stand up here doing the same thing, and I was just waiting. (laughs) (laughs) You might be sitting there thinking, oh, I'm not really a leader. I don't think I could really lead. And I want to throw this out to every one of you this morning because... And again, don't be thinking, don't be putting like what leadership looks like in a box and it's a not, not for me box. Because there's, there's you know, places where your unique gift mix and experience and passions will be just right for doing this thing. And it might be just a little thing. It might be a thing that others don't see. It might be something that is a bit more visible. But let me throw this about one of the best things about leading is that you grow. And who doesn't want to grow? Who doesn't want to become better than they are? Is a, another chap that is, uh, has written some just rich books on leadership. Christian man led in a company that uh, wasn't one of the very well-known companies, but it was a company that the, the whole time his father and he was leading was growing just beyond expectation. Deep heart for the people there. And he's written a couple of books on leadership. His name's Max Dupree. And one of the books on leadership is called Leadership is an Art. And he says this, In the end, it is important to remember that we cannot become what we need to be by remaining what we are. And he wrote another book called Leading Without Power. And he says this, by avoiding risk, we really risk what's most important in life, reaching toward growth, our potential, and a true contribution to a common good. A true contribution to a common good. That's a noble task. That's a noble task. And Paul the Apostle, that we read so much about in our scriptures, who was just so incredibly influential in the early church. And one of his young, up-and-coming leader pastors was a guy called Timothy. And there's a couple of letters that Paul wrote to Timothy that we have, have been embraced as our, part of our scriptures. And as part of one of those letters that Paul wrote, uh, Paul says this in 1 Timothy 3 verse 1. He says, Here is a trustworthy saying. Whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. Whoever desires to be an overseer desires a noble task. There's a couple of other translations that I read for their scriptures. One of them was this. Steadfast is the word. If anyone the oversight doth long for, a right work he desireth. (laughs) But this one was more helpful. The, The New Living Translation. This is a trustworthy saying. If someone aspires to be a church leader, he desires an honorable position. This is a good thing for us to step into. And and so often um, we can be reluctant to step into a leading. 
a little like Moses. And for those of you that are familiar with the story of Moses, who led the Israelites out of slavery, out of Egypt, and uh, he was a reluctant leader. So God says, Moses, I want you to be the guy. And Moses says, I don't want to be the guy. And God says, well, you're going to be the guy. I'm with you. I'm for you. And he says, oh, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. And so often, I think for Kiwis particularly, um, more so than perhaps Americans, no, other cultures, um, <laughs> but we can be reluctant leaders. And uh, I love the. <laughs> I love Kieran's story about coming to coast, and uh, we just Sid and I, we both felt that God was inviting this guy to something and to being a part of this. And so we had a conversation, and he was living uh, in uh, Mount Roskill. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, it was quite a, away from here, another world, really. Uh, and uh, he's, so we had this conversation. He says, Oh, look, that's. Thank you, but no thank you. And we just said, well, could you just do one thing for us? Could you go and pray about it? And he said, he probably was thinking, like, what's the worst that could happen? He said, like, yep, sure, I'll pray about it. And from that point on, God just was just speaking to him in so many different places that uh, at the end he goes, okay, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, but we can be reluctant leaders. It may be that you look at your journey and you think, man, too much. I've made too many bad choices. I come from a rough background and I've just done some dumb things. It's like it's not really for me. And like, like God's invitation is always for all of us is, is, is come as you are, but don't stay as you are. Come, come with whatever you bring, but let's start a new journey together into the things that I will have you step into. You may be in a place where you think, oh, but I'm just so worn out. I've done leading before, and it's just, I'm just all worn out. And I'm like, could I just say, if that's you, it's like, like it's good that you recognize that. And I would encourage you to, uh, to enjoy a season of, of healing and recovering and catching your breath and resting. Like, and ha have some hospital time. But just always remember that the goal of a hospital is to get rid of their clients, is to get them healed up and discharged and back into things. And my confidence is that uh, as you take time to catch your breath, then eventually God will, will, uh, will stir up passions and desires once again, and that will be your season. And the other thing, too, with this whole thing of being a reluctant leader, I think that... You, Kiwis can, and I know that we've got all cultures here, which we're so grateful for. We love, the more accents in this church, the more I love it. Seriously, we're just so grateful that we have people from all sorts of different places around the world here. I love it. But many of us can be what I would call um, kind of all shucks kind of people. It's like, hey, would you like to lead? And you go, oh, shucks. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Bro, uh, it's, and they can come from, you know, sometimes we can think that, um, oh, what do people think of, they'll think that I'm like being a big head and I don't want people to think I'm a big head by stepping into leadership and, or you might think, oh, like what if, what if 
what if I, you know, it doesn't work? Or it's like, oh, but there's, can I just say, like, don't let false humility hold you back. Don't let fear that you might fail or might not be good enough hold you back. Don't let fear of what others might think hold you back. This is a noble task. Leadership is a noble task. Step forward. Step forward and stand tall. Just don't be like, oh, just like, yeah. Pick me. It's a noble task. This season ahead that we have at Coast Vineyard Church, for many of you, this will be your season to lead. God is continuing to draw people to us. And in many different places and in many different ways, that as a church, we want to be able to just embrace everyone. And together, we journey into all that God has for us. And, but that's going to mean that some of us are going to need to, to say, okay, how can I help? What can I do? How can I play my part? We've got over, so 12 years old and under, there's over 150 kids that, are, that call Coast Vineyard home. Like, this is my place, 150 kids. <laughs> um, and so we're going to need people that are just going to go like, hey, I can help out. It may be that if God keeps bringing people to us, well, for a start, we'll have to put out more chairs. But eventually, we're going to run out of space. And it may be that we have to think like, well, do we have to do two services on a Sunday just so we can fit everyone in? Or do we do another service back up in Whangaparaa and for the people from up there? What are we going to do? But whatever we do, we'll need people to step in and go like, I can be a part of that. I can be a part of making a difference and embracing people and loving people and helping people in their journey with God. I can do that. So my exhortation, it's a good word, my exhortation to you this morning is that churches and our communities, they need leadership, godly, faithful, spirit-led, servant-hearted leadership. Leadership is a noble task. It's a noble task. So my invitation for each one of you today to take away, would you pray? And ask God where he would lead you in to, be, uh, to play your part in this journey. And pray with an open heart. Don't pray with your fingers in your ears. You know, I know I've done that before. <laughs> but just pray with an open heart. Because whatever God will lead you into will be good. And it will allow you to step in to become more and more of what he's got for you ahead. Sound good? All right, let's stand together. As I was praying about today, It's, easy to, it's been easy this week to be thinking of this, this day has been a big day. It is a big day for Stanley and Rachel and be thinking about them and just, just full of excitement for what's ahead with the, the journey with these guys. 
full of um, excitement and sadness, that, uh, that bittersweet thing of uh, having people you love step into more of what God has for them, but meaning that we're not going to get to see them as much. That's been uh, in the mix um, as well. But in the midst of those thoughts, what I felt God say to me this, this, to share today is that there is some people here that he is going to want, he's going to plant something in, in your heart. He's either going to breathe on something that's just gone a little, where the fire's died a little bit, or he's going to plant things in that are going to be, uh, for the first time, there's going to be a spark and a, and a sense of like God's in this that hasn't been there before. And young people that are here this morning in, in particular, like for many of you that uh, you, are, um, you look and you think like, I'm just young. And one of the cool things that I love that Paul said to Timothy is he said, don't look anyone look down at you because you are young. Instead, in faith and love and purity, be an example to those who believe. And for some of you, there's this... Did you know that like stories that we hear as kids, all of those stories that we hear, they just seem like interesting little stories, you know, like, like fairy tales. And they are, they are stories we hear because they have such a great message to give us. And there's one that's the hare and the tortoise. You know about the hare and the tortoise? They're going to have a race. And they start off together and the hare goes racing off as fast as they can because obviously that's what hares do. And, and the tortoise just one step after another. And the hare got so far ahead, it just thought like, oh, this is just too easy. I'm just going to sit down, put my feet up, and falls asleep. And then the tortoise just keeps one step after another. And young people, what happens with that is that the... Um, it didn't even help, Kieran. It's just still, I still kicked it off. I don't actually need that anymore. Maybe the, maybe the last page. Um, thank you. The thing is that the tortoise won the race. And our lives are a long race. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And for some of you, it's like today's the, the starting line. Today's the starting line. And you might think like, well, I'm not a hare. I'm not a flashy guy. I'm not like got amazing skills. Well, be the tortoise. In five years' time, you're going to look back and go, how did I grow so much? In 10 years' time, you're going to be leading things. Like, Who would ever have thought when I am just a tortoise? 20 years time, you're going to look back and you go, God, how did you use me so much? Today may be your, the, the day you hear the starting gun. I'll tell you, and there might be some people here that are on the other end. You, you would consider yourself older. And you might think, well, you know, that I've had my season, I've done my time, and I don't really have the energy to lead stuff anymore. Well, let me tell you, you don't need the energy you needed before because you're way smarter than you used to be. <laughs> let, the, let the young people use all the energy because they're not as smart as you, you know, but they'll learn. You can just lead out of your wisdom and just, and just you know, there is so much wisdom that you have picked up and I know that you know you've made mistakes and but that's there's wisdom to be gained from that as well maybe this is the time where you go yes again I need to I've got stuff I have got stuff I've learned stuff 
And I know we say this a bit, and I don't think we can ever say it enough, is that, woman, you have such freedom in this place to lead in any way that you can. And I know that a lot of Christians have read scriptures and said, like, no, 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 lead. A woman can't do stuff like that. There's probably one bit of scripture in, in Timothy that people have taken, and that's particularly unhelpful. But all the others go like, you can do whatever you want. You can lead. You can be on. You can preach. You can you can lead. Be, be pastors. You can lead churches. You can plant churches. You can be apostles. It's all there. There's an apostle that it talks about a woman apostle in the scriptures. Woman, you can do anything. And this is not just a like a, a, a rah-rah talk. Like hear this and take it into your heart. It's all there for you, whatever you would want. And remember, leadership, desiring leadership is a noble task. Whatever you want to step into, we will pour ourselves into seeing you become all that God would, would lead you into. We are for you and excited about what's ahead for you. And some of God's gonna God's gonna call some of you to plant churches. You might think, oh, that sounds like full on. Well, it is full on, but it's awesome. Really, what an adventure. Seven years ago, there was no church. None of you were part of Coast Vineyard Church. There was no Coast Vineyard Church. And now we're just hearing story after story after story of what God's doing in, in your lives through being a part of this place. It's wonderful. Let me pray. I'm just going to pray and invite the Spirit to come. And can I just say that as you're here, just, just receive with open ears to what God would, would, would speak to you. And sometimes it's just a thought and, and you can go like, God, is that you? If that's you, would that stick? Just pray that in your head. If that's you, would that stick? And often you can recognize the things of God because you get a sense of like, there's a sense of power on the thought as it comes. It just feels like it's a something. Or... It may just be that it's something that just comes out that wasn't there before and just drops in your head, in your heart. And you can just go like, God, is that you? If that's you, let it stick. So Spirit of God, I pray that you'd bring revelation now. There are people here that you have, you have so much ahead for them, for your kingdom. It's so much where they are going to step forward and just become more and more... Uh, the person that, that they can be in you. God, we pray for those that you call to plant churches. God, that you would plant that seed in them, that you would speak to them in this moment, God. Even if it's just a seed of a thought, God, that you would plant that and then by your Spirit, you would water that seed. God, for the woman that have, uh, where there's been a voice that's, that's told them, step back, slow down. 
whether it's their, vo- their own voice or the voices of others, God, I pray that you would break the power of that voice. You'd break the power of those words and, and allow them to see the glorious journey ahead for them in leadership. Our young people this morning, where they feel a little bit like a tortoise. God, that you would plant faith in their hearts this morning to see that actually tortoises win races. One step at a time, God, and that today they would hear the starting gun. God, for all of us, God, we just pray in this moment where we're just still before you, we're waiting before you, that you would you would speak to us. For some it will be, it's okay, the time's not for now, but others will be like, this is the time. This is the time to say yes. This is the time to step forward and to step into growing, leading, and doing a noble task. Father, we pray blessing on Kieran and Rebecca. We thank you for their faithful service in this community of faith called Coast Vineyard Church. We pray blessing on them. We pray that they would be more and more tuned into your voice of wisdom and revelation by your Spirit as they as they step out into this adventure. We pray blessings of of friendships blessings of jobs blessings of challenge that will cause them to continue to grow more and more into what you'd have them become and we pray for them blessings of joy, provision and your love God and your presence